Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed by guests and podcast participants are their own and do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of All About Me podcast, its host, or any affiliates or subsidiaries. Guests and participants are solely responsible for the content of their analysis, comments and opinions. GTV and Unshackled Productions produces this podcast for entertainment and informational purposes only. The podcast and its content are not intended to provide financial, legal or contractual advice. Nothing on this podcast should be considered a solicitation to buy or an offer to sell any commitment to any long-term music contract. The All About Me podcast is not responsible for any errors or omissions in reporting or for any actions taken based on the podcast's content. All About Me podcast its affiliates and subsidiaries also do not take responsibilities for music copyright infringements. That responsibilities rely solely on the artist. Music played is for promotional and entertainment purposes only. Lastly, this podcast may contain adult subject matter. Listening discretion is advised. Coming out of the podcast universe. At the speed of sound, straight to your ears. Prepare to be entertained. It's the All About Me podcast. With your host, Infinite and Brick. Welcome to episode 5 of the All About Me podcast It's your man Brick, here with Aunt And your man Infinite You already know Today we're going to be talking about well, On this episode we're going to talk about current events Like things you guys know what's going on So let's get straight into it So um, over this past weekend It was like the Chiefs game And they had rumors of Taylor Swift was going out with Travis Kelsey and stuff So that kind of confirmed it Okay. But um, the thing I want to talk about And get your opinion on is like um, Hold on, let me ask you a question Are you a Swifty? Nah, I ain't no Swifty okay. Shout out to Taylor Swift though, no shade no Shout doubt. out to she Taylor Swift, she doing her thing She got mad platinum, she got sold many records And all this stuff Yeah, she she definitely one of the GOATs well, um, One thing I, we talked about before Like off camera was talking about like How music influences like um people's decisions and like cultural things such as fashions and the way people talk and trends Definitely. and stuff like that Definitely. so um i was watching i forgot what shaw was watching but they were showing how taylor swift wore these one new balances and people were like talking junk about them like oh i'll never wear new balance you know because you know they're not they're not that much expensive shoes like that so people you know how people do they gotta have like the most expensive shoes on and stuff but yeah since, keeping up with the joneses yeah yeah but since the um since she wore those shoes to the game they was like um that those shoes are now trending on the new balance website so Word. yeah so like what you think about that like you know how the music well, could like influence like yeah i've i've always been a, um a proponent of um talking about how music influences people's decisions especially hip-hop and um how corporate america uses hip-hop and music period um to gain um monetary funds you know um because of the uh influence that music has so yeah i mean if someone that's hot in the music industry is wearing something or says something about something then the general public is going to gravitate towards it Word, word, okay. And also another thing about her, the um Travis Kelsey's jersey sales has gone up. He's got like one of the hottest selling jerseys right now too. So Oh really? Yeah, definitely. So the Swifties are wow. going crazy. We can't make sure we say nothing about T Swift or um Kelsey because they gonna come after us. So we on nah. the good side though. We on the good side. We No, nah, we just talking. Yep, yep, yep. 
right, so moving on. Next thing I heard was um, Usher. He was going to be the um, the uh, Super Bowl halftime performer this year for this year's um, NFL season. Okay. So I want to um, get your thoughts on that. Uh, uh, I was a, um, I'm a big fan of Usher. Um, I believe the brother got talent and everything, so I think it should be a real good um, Super Bowl halftime. You know, I think he'll bring it. Okay, yeah. As he, I know, I already know he's gonna do like you know more of his party songs and stuff. And um, compared to like other Super Bowl shows back in the um, well, not back in the day, but previous Super Bowl shows, um, is there any one that was like your favorite uh, Super Bowl from back in the day? Oh man, it, I I don't have one particular. Truthfully, cause like I said, I'm a I'm a big fan of music, and there there was uh, plenty of them that I did like, and um I can't pick out just one because I mean they all brought their um they all brought their dynamic to it and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I know one of the most talked about um Super Bowl was the one with um Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Or, yeah, I remember but, that. But besides that um that mishap. The the show itself, as the musical aspect of it, it was dope. They they really brought a a, a great uh, halftime show. Okay, so I'm, we're gonna talk about this a little bit more. Like we just want to talk about like performance and how it has to do with music and stuff. So like, how much do you think it like? Call, we're gonna just say in the millions, most likely. But like, what do you think it costs for like the production and on and, and the lighting and the sound people and the cleanup crew and the dancers and all that? Like. What do you think that all that takes, like, to, you listen, know, all of that got to be on point for just for it to go off the right way, you know? Yeah, listen, um, I may be mistaken because I really don't know the uh, behind the scenes and the roadie aspects of um, the live performance production. But I got to tell you that the Super Bowl aspect of any uh, live musical performance has to be one of the most expensive music productions ever because mm-hmm. not only are you performing in front of the thousands of fans in the stadium but this super bowl is televised all around the world so you got to take that thousands of fans in the in the stadium and magnify it by millions of fans that are watching it on tv so it has to come off without a hitch and you know this man Right, right, definitely feel that. And um, let's keep talking about like the clothing thing because I have a well, I'm not, I don't want to make it like personal about me, but you know, it is all about me podcast. But like for the um, influence in clothing, you've been in hip hop since, well, uh, let's go with hip hop, but you've been around music your whole life. But well, it doesn't have to be limited to hip hop, but can you tell me like a time when you like, because you see how this was influenced, like, the sales and stuff. All right, I'll tell you my time first, and then you you could, like, relate off of mine. Um, when I was in, like, high school and stuff, and my parents didn't really have that much money to, like, well, now we was, like, super poor or whatever, but I just didn't really feel like asking my mom for stuff and my dad. So when we would go to, I was just listening to Fabulous a lot, and he was just um, wearing all black, and he was, like, on Mr. Funeral stuff. And then at the same time for me, I was like, I'm going to just start wearing all black, too, because it go with everything. And then you could, like, mix and match everything. So... I could say like that's one way that music like influenced me the way um like the stuff I wear or put on. Yeah, um, I've had plenty of um clothing lines that were influenced by hip hop, um, Fubu, mm-hmm. um, Wu Wear, um, uh, was it Cross Colors, um, Carl Kanai. These were all mentioned in the uh, in the um hip-hop genre of music and they were from the community 
you know. So I wanted to support that and um, keep the money in the community, you know. So, yeah, I definitely um, wore those. And uh, you can laugh at me if you want, but I still have some of them throwbacks in my closet right now, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, okay. Yeah, definitely. I've seen some, I see, I'm seeing some Carl Kanai stuff on Instagram and stuff. I'll be like, he's still out here. So, gotta support like those businesses that one was supporting us when, when, well, the people, but our forefathers that was coming up before us, that was coming up at the same time as the clothing lines and these other stuff that was working together to help each other come up. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing how, um, music can, um, really influence people, man. Cause like, it's it's been going on for the longest longest time that you know people wear or mention or do things in their music and the sales go up tremendously so yeah music is definitely one of um life's biggest influencers okay all right so a couple um i'm gonna just throw out some things and i'm gonna see like what you what you how you feel about them Okay. All right. So, um, you know, back when I was growing up, when I was a kid, you know, we had the time where we had like the um the big white tees. You remember those times, like yeah. <laughs> the music influence. I'm just giving y'all examples of like times. The oversized where, white tees. Yeah, right? the yeah, oversized. Yeah. yeah, I'm just giving y'all times where like the music um influence the way we well not the way some people dress like back in the day. We had the big um white tees. I remember when Jeezy had the snowman shirts, they actually like told people we couldn't wear them to um, wear them to school because it was causing trouble and stuff. And then mm. fast forward to get a little bit older, people start wearing like um more tight more tighter like um skinny skinny jeans yeah. and stuff, like those super tight jeans and then some Listen, people were still on the old wave. I'm not mad at them <laughs> with them skinny jeans and stuff like that. Um because, you know, back in the eighties, you know, people wore super tight um jeans back then we used to call them nut huggers <laughs> but the whole thing about wearing them tight ass pants and then you sagging on top of it that that kind of um that kind of threw me off man i, I didn't understand it like you out here in the streets wearing tight ass pants below your butt cheeks and then you going to talk about causing trouble and then how the hell you know, if y'all if y'all listening, our listeners who who did this or who are still doing this, chime in. I mean, how do y'all run from the police? That's what I want to know. How do y'all run from the police? Yeah, I have no idea. They must be getting called a lot. So yeah, people people is bugging. But I know one thing about no matter what type of um, music doing, you gotta have that fashion and you gotta have like that look. You gotta be standing out because you're the artist. So. You gotta make yourself stand out and make people like want. You gotta be the like thing people want to see. Like their eyeballs gotta be on you. What you what you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, this is how you get attention to your your craft. You know, what I'm saying you know, like Tupac said, "All eyes on me." Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. You you know, with that being said, I mean, as long as you're doing a good thing, it shouldn't be a problem. But you you being scrutinized on everything you do. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking on Tupac, let's talk about that. In the news, they're saying um, some one guy got arrested for his his murder. They're not saying it was him that did it, but you know, it's about being involved in it, and it hasn't been solved for all these years. So yeah, um, I've been seeing a lot of things on this Tupac. I mean, there's been some videos floating across social medias and stuff. They have people who've talked about being there and what 
it was like when they were shooting into the car and they were trying to discredit um Suge Knight's uh, story about him trying to grab him and protect him and stuff like that. And uh, um the guy that was had allegedly supposed to be one of the people that was shooting into the car saying that Suge Knight was ducking and um um that Tupac was just like, you know, you know, um like he had Tourette's or was being electrocuted as the uh, the rounds were hitting him. And, you know, there's been different types of stories out there talking about this particular incident. And um, I just don't know which ones are true, but I'm hoping that this one that that's recently come out talking about the arrest of somebody that had allegedly been involved in it. I hope that this is true because, I mean, the brother brought something to this world and he definitely should be respected in um having justice for his um demise definitely definitely and then like i wasn't around as you know i wasn't around when to um pop was around like doing his music and 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 he was really out here i was probably like still a baby like in 96 or 97 and stuff but like do you it's probably hard to remember but do you remember like the, when you heard about it like when you heard like pop got like this this time he was dead like yeah man um it 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 touched me you know um second time being shot so everybody thinking um he gonna pull through this one but this one this is the one the ones he didn't pull through and um i was just set back by it because i knew the brother was trying to change his ways that whole death row thing wasn't really who he was i mean that's just something he had to do to pay back the debt for being bonded out of um jail and um if you check how fast he made those three albums for death row so that he could get out of that situation he wanted to change his ways and um go back to the roots of who he was and how his mother raised him and stuff. So, yeah, it, it touched me, man. I, I I was hurt by it, man. You know, it was, it was, it was a um, hurtful situation. Or, yeah, going back and, like, looking at his videos on YouTube and just learning more stuff about him, he, he like I said, he, might, he may not be the man to change the world, but he's going to spark the mind to change it. Well, that's deep. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, did you get the chance to check out that um, five-part um, documentary on Hulu about um, Tupac? Oh yeah, I remember you telling me I gotta check. That. I definitely gotta check that so out. I definitely highly recommend that anybody who hasn't seen that check it out because it's definitely gonna change your perspective of um, who he was, what he was, and what he was doing. Right, right, definitely. All right, so let's talk. Um, team gonna wrap it up in a little bit, but let's still talk about um 50 cent and his final lap tour and like how people um go on tours and some like people new new artists they go on tour and um they're not getting as much success as like the older no the artists that came before them they're like selling out arenas and these oh, newer same. artists are having trouble selling out and i saw a video with um jadakiss like fifth was in new jersey and he brought out jadakiss to um to, to perform and stuff and I just like it cause you know back in the day they was beefing and stuff but it's good to see them like squashing yeah facts and then come back together well, and be know, able to come on the same stage and just because you got them bars or those good lyrics or you can play a good riff on a guitar or you can um you know master the drums and stuff if you don't have stage presence you know people pay their hard earned money to come see you perform live I mean they're mm -hmm. big fans and stuff they're not coming there to see no showmanship and 
that's what I see, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. That's what I see where um, a lot of these newer artists have problems. They don't have showmanship or stage presence. And, um, you know, I just can understand what people, you know, because ticket prices to a show now is, is ridiculous. So you're going to spend time and money at this show you want something to take back from it. You want a memory of it. You know what I'm saying? You want to be like, yeah, that show was off the hook. The the production, the stage presence, the showmanship, everything was on point. You want to take something away from that show. And a lot of today's artists are not doing that. So, you know, I can understand why they're not selling out arenas because people ain't going to spend their hard earned money to go see something that you ain't putting... 110% of your effort in. Yeah, if I'm going to put my money into, like, going to a concert, I don't, I don't want to be, like, no half-assed effort. Like, when we went to see um Nas and Wu and Buster, man, the energy was And what about the uh, first ever Rock the Bells music festival? Oh, yeah, yeah. When we went to um, Governor's Island and there was, like, a two-day oh, two day event. No, that wasn't a two-day um, event. That was a one-day, two-stage. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. one-day, two-stage event. So yeah. And then that one was cool because it had the... Um, the the true school artists that already paved their way, and then they had the, like the up and coming artists before. Like we was like, we seen Wiz Khalifa and a f- um, few other artists before. They were like real real popping and stuff. So to see that and 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 see where they at now and see the progression, it's definitely a cool thing. And remember when we got to ride the ferry over to Governor's Island with uh Drez from um Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. And we seen Met the Man. He said he shouted us out. Yeah, he said he shouted out everybody. He's like, what up, everybody? Yeah, what we up? saw Met the Man and John Legend. John Legend wasn't too friendly, but um Met the Man loves his fans, and I appreciate artists who do that because you know, at the end of the day, the fans are the ones who make you and give you the uh lifestyle that you're used to. Mm-hmm. And shout out to all the OGs still doing their thing and yeah, making no sure that um the fans, the people are happy, you know. And there's one last thing I want to talk about before we get out of here. I just want to let y'all know because he's my one of my favorite rappers, Nas. He dropped his third album. Well, it's the sixth one, but out of the trilogy is called Magic Six Studio Up. It's like we yeah, he did um trilogy with Hit Boys, so he dropped King Disease one, two, and three. Okay, and I got Magic one, two, and three, and the third one just dropped like. Last week or a couple of weeks ago. So if you ain't heard that, you want to hear some gems. I seen somebody post a status on Facebook. They was like, they got to put it up there with his like albums when he first came out because it's just that good. And then he got did the same way, just like how he used to just do album like a whole album with like DJ Premier. Yeah. This one is all with Hit Boys, so it's like okay, same consistent. Not the beats aren't the same, but it's consistent fire. That's what I could say. You know? All right, so, all and right. Then, you know, Nas talking that talk. So oh, no doubt, I recommend y'all greatest. check it out. One of the that's, greatest. That's shout what out. I recommend. Yeah, shout out to Nas and the whole Queen Bridge. Mm-hmm. Shout out QB man. Yeah. So we getting on closing out of here once all again. Right. It's your man Brick. Follow and me. your man Infinite. Yep, and make sure you follow us. I'm gonna tell um, give him his stuff first now. <laughs> all right, all right. So make sure you follow us on the gram at the All About Me Podcast Seven, and that's the number seven, not the word seven. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and our uh, Facebook um, group, All About Me Podcast. And if you want to follow me, my personal one is GTV7, and that is the word seven, and that is on the gram. 
Word. And y'all already know if y'all want to follow me, it's at GTV Brick on Instagram and at GTV BLP for our video stuff. And like Unc said, follow us on the podcast page at All About Me Podcast 7, but it's like the number 7, so it's not it's not the word 7. And y'all already know, holla at us if you want to do videos, music videos, um, set the stage, mic performance, um, interviews, or podcast interview, just get at us, you know. We'd be around like a bagel and everywhere like broken glass. Yeah, and that's just not for hip-hop artists. That's for all Tracks. genres of music. So if you feel like you want to do something that will put you out there, let us be a platform that you can use. Mm-hmm. We are for the artists. Yes, sir. So with all that being said, never let the sun set on a day you don't increase your knowledge. Education promotes elevation. Mm-hmm. Traveling peace. And we say bye-bye. The All About Me podcast, hosted by Infinite, and Brick is like an erogenous zone. So if you're a squirter like me, stay away from electronics. This ends another show. We appreciate you listening. Hit us up on all social media. Hit us up on all social platforms at All About Me Podcast. Until next time, be easy and travel in peace.